Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today I want to talk about acceptance. Acceptance work is honestly some of the best work that you can ever do to finally feel free, at peace, at ease, neutral. Acceptance is how you can feel neutral about your life, the past and the present. It will free you from all of the shoulds that you have. We're going to talk about those today because I imagine that you have a lot of them. We all do. That's okay. We are going to free you from those shoulds and reveal to you that your life up to this point and the life that you're currently living is as it should be. My clients (laughs) don't always love when I say, we're gonna do some acceptance work because they think, wait a minute, I am paying you to change my life. I want change. I don't wanna accept my life as it is. If I accept my life as it is, then I won't make change. I'll be stuck here forever. No, just the opposite. Acceptance work is a catalyst for change. When you can accept things as they are, look out because you can create so much from that place. So I want to start with a phrase that I am going to say that you might have some resistance to. It might be triggering. Let it. Whatever comes up, we want to explore. That's the point. And I really want this episode to be very helpful, very useful. I want you to apply what I am teaching because if you do, your life will be forever changed. I promise. Okay, so here's the phrase. I want you to let it sink in. Everything that has happened up to this point should have happened. How do I know? Because it did. Everything that is happening at this point should be happening. How do I know? Because it is. And I know you might think, no, 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 no. There are things that should not be happening. (laughs) And we can go to extremes and your brain probably will. War should not be happening. Sex trafficking should not be happening. Financial crisis should not be happening. And... Even though I don't necessarily like those things, and I'm not saying we have to like them. Acceptance doesn't mean we like them. It means we acknowledge them for what they are. And we acknowledge that what is, is. War is happening. The financial situation, whatever it is, is happening. (laughs) We could call it inflation. We could call economic whatever. All the terms, we could label all the terms because we do want to find the actual facts and the and the truth here. Whatever that is, it is happening. Inflation is one of those things. We can factually prove that inflation is happening. So inflation is happening. Sex trafficking is happening. And these things should be happening because they are. Again, doesn't make them right doesn't mean we have to agree it doesn't mean that we don't change things 
but it means we acknowledge that what is, is. Now, here's what I want you to do. When you think of some of those extreme examples, you might feel you might feel a little frustrated depending on where you are on the spectrum of those things and what your beliefs are about those things. It might really bring up a lot of emotion in you, but it might not. It might not feel like it personally impacts you. So let's take it to some things that do personally impact you. <laughs> I want you to tell me, well, pretend that you can tell me. <laughs> Tell me out loud as you're listening. <laughs> tell tell <laughs> yourself. What are some of your should stories? What that sounds like is, this should not be happening or this should be happening. So an example might be, I should not have this much work to do. I should have more help around my house. <laughs> that person should not have said that to me. My friend should call me more often. My parents should check in more often. My parents should help me out more or my spouse should help me out more or my debt should not be at this point. I should have paid off more debt or I should not have debt or I shouldn't have to be dealing with this student loan debt. Whatever your thought is, I want you to say your should statement. And when you say that, I want you to notice how you feel. What happens when you say that statement out loud or think it in your mind? How do you feel? You probably feel frustrated. Maybe you feel shame. Maybe you feel guilt. Maybe you feel resentful. Likely, it's one of those. And then we could follow it all the way through the model and say, well, how do you act? What do you do when you think that? You probably overthink. You probably ruminate in your mind about why it should not be happening and what that person should have done differently and how they should actually behave. You probably have a lot of those thoughts. You might also, let's say you think that you shouldn't have this much debt or you should have paid off your debt by this point. Maybe you constantly check your bank account. You constantly check your credit card statement and you or you avoid it. It could be that. You could do the opposite. You could completely avoid it. I shouldn't even have this debt. I shouldn't have to deal with this. And so you avoid it at all costs. Your behavior will differ from mine and from everyone else's, but you want to acknowledge and really see your specific behavior. What do you do when you have that thought? And then what is the result? The result is that you still have the debt. The person still said the words. <laughs> what happens when we have a the should or should not be happening thought in our T line, our thought line, we basically spin in a circle. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, as with every thought. But for example, something like they shouldn't have said that. When we feel frustrated and then we overthink about what they said, then all we're doing is just repeating over and over what is well, they said it <laughs> and the result that we create is we just feel frustrated and resistant towards what is but ultimately we're not changing the circumstance by arguing with it by being frustrated because it's already happened it's done it is what is this is the current situation and i can spin in my mind and think about it and waste time and here's the other thing when we think this shouldn't be happening 
then all we do is think about how it shouldn't be happening and we don't do anything to change it. And I know you think, (laughs) but if I think about how it shouldn't be happening, then I'll do something about it. No, you won't. You will just think about how it shouldn't be happening. (laughs) Because when you're thinking about what shouldn't be happening, you don't have room in your brain to think about how things could be different and what you would like to do in the future you want to create and the circumstances that you desire and what is in your life that is good and that is wonderful that you can reflect on. You don't even have any space in your brain to think about that because you're so busy arguing with what is. (laughs) But it is and it should be because it is. You should have done that. You should have spent that money that you're telling yourself you shouldn't have spent. No, you should have spent it because you did. You should have said those words. And even if you think, I wouldn't do that again. I am so disappointed in myself. I shouldn't have said that. But you did. So you should have. Now, it doesn't mean that we have to go and argue and blame and say, yeah, I should have said that. And now I'm going to go back to the person I'm going to say even more. Nope, not saying that. (laughs) I'm saying you want to acknowledge that what has happened has happened. This will free you. Because, number one, we can't change what has already happened. And we know this. That's obvious. But sometimes I think we forget. (laughs) We think, well, that should have gone differently than it did. What good does it do us to think that? Because it didn't go differently than it did. Now, we might say, what would I do differently next time? That's a totally different question than I should have done things differently. When we're thinking, what would I do differently in the future? We have an open mind. We're able to reflect. We're able to think about how we would go about things next time. But it's definitely from a much more positive place than thinking, I shouldn't have said that. I'm so dumb. I... (laughs) I don't know when to shut my mouth. (laughs) That's a totally different experience. So I want you to bring up for you what your should statements are. I want you to notice how you feel. And then here's the other thing. The reason that you think things should be different is probably because you have a set of beliefs about what should be. And what you did or what has happened is in contrast, perhaps, to that thing. And an example might be, if you grew up with parents who constantly said, do not take on debt. Debt is bad. You are not getting a credit card. You should not get a credit card. Debt is not something that you ever want to have. Do not go into debt. And you spent your whole life thinking that. And now you are... 28 years old and you have credit card debt and you constantly tell yourself I shouldn't have debt I should not be in debt I should not have done this I have made a huge mistake (laughs) the reason why that should statement is so strong is because it goes against a set of beliefs that you currently hold and you are living in opposition to a whole set of beliefs that you've had your entire life And beliefs that you've probably never even questioned. Maybe those are your parents' beliefs. Maybe those are society's beliefs. Do they have to be yours? No. But have you made them yours? Yes. Maybe not on purpose. And that's okay. The whole point of all of this is to question everything. (laughs) If you 
have always believed that debt is bad and debt is wrong, and you have debt, you're living in this state of resistance to what is. But what if you were to question, what if debt is not wrong? What if debt is neutral? And the way that we can look at this is, for example, the the world, society will tell you that if you take on debt to buy a house, that's not a problem. That is okay. You, that's good debt. <laughs> They've even labeled debt. That's good debt. To take on debt to buy a house, that is good debt. But if you go and put money on credit cards and, and rack up a credit card, that's bad debt. <laughs> that is not good debt. But wait a minute. If I have a mortgage, that's good. But a credit card is bad. Hold on a minute. <laughs> See there? You've maybe never even questioned it. But debt is still debt. Whether it's a house or you went on a shopping spree. Still debt. Same neutral debt. There is no good debt or bad debt. There is just debt. <laughs> debt is you owe money. That's it. So you want to begin to question these beliefs that your should statement goes against. And an example of this might be that you've been told your whole life that you should be married with three kids by 35 years old. And you're 36 and you're not married and you've been on one million dates. (laughs) And you have not met your person. You are still single. You don't have a family. And you're telling yourself, it should not be this way. I should have met my person by now. I should have settled down by now. I should be married. I should have a family. But you don't. So now what? (laughs) What happens then? You're arguing against what is. And really what you're arguing against, why it's so frustrating, is because there is a set of beliefs there that your current life goes against. And we just want to question those. Should you be married and settle down by 35? If we asked 100 people, I am willing to bet money (laughs) that they would all have a different thought. Some people might say, oh my gosh, yeah, you should have been married by 25. (laughs) And other people might say, are you kidding? No, I wouldn't get married until I was 40. In fact, I've been married and divorced three times by the time I was 35. No, 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 you should not be. That's a terrible idea. (laughs) We can ask all sorts of people and they would have all kinds of different opinions. So how do we know what should be? What should be, one is what is, but we want to question what we have believed should be up to this point and see that that's why this is painful. One last thing about this when it comes to accepting things that are hard that you would think of as hard, that you currently think of as hard. When you accept what is, we don't dismiss what is. We don't dismiss that maybe things were hard, that maybe you have gone through a lot of struggles, that maybe you have had a difficult experience. This is not to diminish that in any way. In fact, when we accept it, we then have a piece about it being hard. So for example, if I say that I can accept that I am divorced and that that should have happened, I'm not saying, and you should feel happy about it. (laughs) No, 
I'm saying I can accept that it should have happened because it did. And I can still feel however I want to feel about it based on what I think about it. I can still think that there were a lot of moments in that experience that were very hard. That I did think at the time that I married this person that I was going to be with them forever. And that things changed and that was not the case. And part of our relationship was hard and much of the divorce was hard. And I can acknowledge that. And I choose to. I choose to think that that was hard. Not because it makes me feel worse, but because it makes me feel empowered and and resilient and that I can do hard things. I can go through the most excruciating heartbreak and come out on the other side. I can make a decision to leave a marriage that I thought I was going to be in forever and go through everything that I went through after that. And I can acknowledge that that was hard. And I can also feel really powerful knowing that I did it. This is not to dismiss anything about your experience. It is to acknowledge it, accept it, and honor it however you see fit. For me, when I think about going through my divorce, I I feel very honored about my experience because of how I think about it. There are a million stories I could tell, but I tell the story of it being, honestly, one of the best things that I've ever done because of the personal growth and one of the hardest things I have ever done. I feel resilient. I feel powerful. It taught me how to process emotions that I had never fully processed. I learned to handle grief. I learned to handle heartbreak. And I can tell whatever story I want to tell about it, but I can also accept that it is, that I am divorced and I should have gotten divorced. I'm not arguing with that at all. So this is not to dismiss your experience at all. I want to instead acknowledge and accept what is and then decide what you want to think about your life's experiences and tell the story in a way that benefits you, that serves you. Not tell it in a way that's slapping positive thoughts over something that was hard, but tell it in a way that serves you. I've gone through hard things and I'm really proud of how I've handled it. I'm really proud of who I've become. I am proud that I am still in the midst of hard things and I'm still getting up each day and showing up. You can say something like that. This is where I think some people think, well, how do I accept something that I'm in that I don't see the other side of, that I don't know if it gets better? Well, you look at how you are showing up each day. You look at how, okay, well, even though I am not where I want to be, I haven't achieved all the results yet. I am not on the other side. I am here. I am in it. I am waking up and getting up and showing up each day, even though it's hard. Even though the circumstances that I have are much different than my friends are much different than my families, are much different than my coworkers. And I'm still showing up. I'm continuing to work towards a vision and a life and a dream that I have on my heart and I'm not giving up. 
I'm choosing to not give up. I could settle for defeat and say, you know what? This is it. I give up. There's no point. Why did I even try? I could do all of that, but I don't. I choose to say, I'm going to keep going. I accept things as they are, and I choose to change them. I choose to be resilient. I choose to show up for the life that I want to create, but I can accept that this is where we are. I can accept that I have this much money in this much debt and I can choose to work to pay it off. I can go to work each day and chip away at it and pay my payment each month and pay a little extra next month or whatever. I can still make the change. I'm not not changing, not not working towards the goals, but I am accepting that I do have this situation. It's much different to say I shouldn't have the debt and then begrudgingly make your payment all while being like, I freaking hate this dang debt. (laughs) I shouldn't have it. Shouldn't even be in this situation. (laughs) That feels much different than saying, well, I should because I do and I'm going to pay it off. So I want you to see that this changes your experience and that's the point. That is the whole point of all of this. That is why I want you to learn and practice acceptance work because of how you get to feel in your life. This is not easy work. This is not work that most people do, but you are not most people. No, no, no. You are here doing work, showing up in the world as the version of yourself that you want to be. And you are accepting that you've been through some hard stuff and you came out on the other side, even if you're not all the way to the goal. Why would we dismiss who we've become and how we are at this point just because we haven't gotten the goal? What we're saying to ourselves is I can only accept myself and my circumstances when the circumstances are perfect, when they're aligned, when I have reached the goal. But what about all the time before then? (laughs) Why would we choose not to accept ourselves now? That only hurts us. It doesn't benefit us to decide, well, I'll accept myself later because then there's going to be another later and another later and another later. <laughs> like, well, well, you know what? Actually, I mean, yeah, now I'm, I'm debt free, but I'll actually really accept myself when I have a partner, when I have a family. Well, I have this amazing partner, but I'll, I'll definitely be able to accept myself when we've purchased a home. no. Stop kicking the can down the road. Stop pushing the goal to later. Accepting yourself now is how the ride is more enjoyable. And this ride that you're on, I don't know when the next stop is. I don't know when the goal will be achieved. I can't tell you. And you maybe don't know either exactly when things will be resolved or redeemed or when it all works out. So why wait? Why wait until then to accept things? Why wait until then to accept yourself? Why wait until then to choose to see what is amazing about this certain place that you're in, about this person that you've become? And if we can have compassion for ourselves at this point, we can also have compassion for the version of us that made the decisions that we made that we're now telling ourselves we shouldn't have made. Why talk down to our past self 
why treat our past self in that way? They were doing what they thought was best. So if I look at the example that I have, that my brain likes to tell me I shouldn't still be in debt, I should have paid it off by now, then I dismiss the time in my life where I had a choice. I had money that I could have paid on my student loan debt and instead I chose to invest that money in my coach certification. And if I dismiss that and if I say you shouldn't have done that, then I'm dismissing a dreamer. A dreamer that wanted to be a life coach school certified coach. A dreamer that is now living what I once wanted. Even if I'm not exactly where I want to be, even if I haven't achieved all of the goals, at one point this is what I wanted. I wanted to be a life coach school coach. And I made a decision that led me to this life. Why would I dismiss that? Why would I talk down to that version of me that made that choice? That version of me just had a dream. That girl wanted what she has now. And there is this in your story, even if you don't see it. I challenge you to look for it. There was a time that you wanted what you have. And you might still want a lot more things. That's okay. But at one point you wanted this. You wanted at least some of this life that you have now. I would challenge you to look for the things in your life that you currently have that you once wanted and have acceptance for the version of you that made a decision that got you here. I cannot thank that version of me enough for choosing to invest money into the life coach school instead of paying off my student loan debt because last week I sat in a room full of 1,500 coaches and I looked around and I thought, I belong here. And this is my dream. And I am on the playing field with these coaches. I am so freaking proud of myself. I wouldn't be here had I not made that decision. That is, man, that's incredible. That is such an incredible feeling. That allows me to accept that I still have student loan debt and be completely fine with it. Because I do, I am here. Had I paid off the student loan debt, I don't know where I would be. I might not have debt, but I might not be here. I wouldn't be here. I don't think I would. I think then I would have told myself, well, now you can't accrue more debt. Now you need to spend lots of time coming up with the money before you can invest in that. But that version of me believed in this vision and she made a decision that created it. Give yourself a heck of a lot more credit than you're giving yourself right now. By accepting where you are and saying this is where you should be, you're acknowledging all the things that you've done that have gotten you here. Don't waste your energy dismissing yourself for getting yourself here or for not getting yourself to where you want to be. Use your brain, your precious brain, that can think whatever we tell it to think, to think about how far you've come, how much you've done, how resilient you are, how powerful you are, use it for that. Because that, man, that's worth your investment, your time, your energy, your brain power. Invested in that. Okay, so if you want more help with acceptance, this is what we do in coaching. Again, I will say it, this will change your life. It will change your life in ways that paying off your student loan debt won't do. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but I will say forever thankful that I put my money towards coaching and not towards debt. And now I can put my money towards debt <laughs> because I now believe in myself and have created a business and now have a belief that I can go and create money and business and whatever it is that I want because I chose to invest in my brain. So if you want to invest in your brain and if right now you think, gosh, I really want help with this. I want to be able to accept my life as it is and stop fighting it and stop being frustrated and stop hating myself or hating my circumstances or being mad at the way things are. I just want to be okay with the way things are and then I want to grow from there. That is the work that we can do together in coaching. And I would love to guide you in this process. Again, not going to tell you that it's easy, but I am going to tell you that it's worth it. And I will tell you that to be on the other side, to accept your life as it is, the more you do this in every single area, the more free you feel, the more powerful you feel. It's a pretty incredible feeling. So I would love to help you with that. Book your consultation call. Let's talk about how we'll do that together in coaching how also when you come to a place of acceptance, the overwhelm diminishes. <laughs> you can create more of an intentional life. You feel less anxious. All of these things are byproducts. And then that doesn't even include all the tangible things that you create when you come to a place of acceptance. So let's do this work together and let's get started now. If you've been thinking about it, now. Now is the time, my friend. Do not think about it any longer. Choose to make the decision because it will be worth it. The sooner you can get started on this, the better you can feel. Book your consultation call by going to kristinalana.com. You can go to my Instagram at underscore kristinalana. All the ways you can find me are in the show notes below. If you love the podcast, if this is helpful, please leave a rating and review. I would appreciate it so very much. Hope you have an amazing week. I'll talk to you next week.